Kira Koto, no my Heidi Mai to episode 10 of Own Your Shit podcast. It's your girl, Maria Tanahu, back with another episode for you beautiful beings. How are we all feeling on this fine ass Wednesday? I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling bloody good. Finished a long day of mahi, thank the lords. Decided to come home, shower, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to record a little something today. So here we are. (laughs) Firstly, though, I have to share one of the coolest fucking encounters I've had here in Brisbane so far. And it was last Friday when I was at the Brisbane Juicy Fest concert. I was walking through the crowd, you know, trying to get to my mates. And I was stopped by this Tane, this man. And he said to me, hey, I follow your podcast. And oh, Fano, just this encounter on its own meant so much to me. Like it meant a lot. Like you guys really don't know how much that means to me. I fucking love that shit. I thrive off it. (laughs) You know, especially being in another country where I really don't know anyone other than my, my current circle. And having someone say that to me, it just hits different. You know, I get it back home. I do get it back home and I'm grateful for those those um, encounters but this one really hit different (laughs) so if you were that Tane that guy that stopped me and said you follow my podcast I bloody appreciate that encounter and I appreciate you Um, it really did make my night to be honest it's probably one of my fave memories of 2023 this far Um, yeah I just I appreciate all, all of you every single one that listens to me I appreciate the DMs I appreciate the support I appreciate you guys sharing my podcast on 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 your stories like oh damn I'm getting in my feels <laughs> I'm gonna be that drunk mate soon that declares their love for you once they get a drip of alcohol in them <laughs> you guys know that one of those mates hey <laughs> but anywho lovelies if you haven't already read the title of this episode I'm going to be speaking on something that is pretty personal for me which I'm okay with because I've never had a problem with actually speaking openly about my life and, you know, my experiences. So I guess, like, with the, what sparked me to do this episode is that we always hear about people often having daddy issues, but you never really hear about people having mother issues or speaking openly about them. So, yeah, that's that's what's inspired me to do this podcast. Um, but before I dive into this episode, I need to address something. I love my mum wholeheartedly and you know whatever I share on today's episode does not make my mum any less of a mum. She done her best and she brought me into this world and that is something I am forever grateful for. Although don't get me wrong there were times in my life where I'll think to myself like how fucking dare she bring me into this world (laughs) but I've gone past that stage thank thank God, and I'm very blessed to be here, you know, I mean, shit, Fano, I wouldn't even be sitting here speaking to you all, and sharing my life experiences with you guys if it wasn't for my mum bringing me into this world, so, very grateful, very blessed, Um, but, you know, it took me a very long time to get to this space that I'm in with my mother, Um, I used to hold a lot of mamai towards her, a lot of resentment, and, when you do hold resentment, the only person that's getting hurt is yourself. And there's always this quote that I absolutely fucking love. And it's it's something like, I'm just going to try to remember it. 
um, resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die from it. And that always speaks volume to me because when you hold on to pain and you hold on to hurt towards someone, you're only hurting yourself more. So yeah, that's just that just speaks absolute bloody volume to myself. <laughs> but um and I hope it speaks volume to you guys, you know. But it took me a very long time to be able to identify that I had a mother wound and only recently I've started to acknowledge that and to try heal the mother wound. And you know, firstly, let me just talk about what is the mother wound. Um, it is an attachment trauma which stems from the lack of mothering you received as a child. As I'm sure we all know, or if you don't, you're going to learn that our first relationships in life is what sets us sets us up for all relationships in the future. And most of our first relationships are with our parents. You know, they really do set the tone for all relationships in your life, whether that's lovers, sexual partners, or friends. Um, I'm actually currently reading a book by the holistic psychologist, Dr. Nicole LaPera. Um, I think that's how you pronounce your last name. Sorry if it's not. But it's called How to Do the Work. And it's a great read, Fano. I've probably read this book at least three times. But she speaks on how us as children have basic needs to be met from the moment we are birthed into this world. And when those needs haven't been met, we often develop a subconscious core belief that we are not worthy of having our needs met at all. Um, and, you know, this this kind of experience um, and trauma can create dysfunctional relationships, codependency, low self-worth and a need to be chosen. And when I'm speaking on this episode, I'm not just speaking to our wahine on this episode, but also our tane as well. And if you had experienced an absent mother or a mother who was very negative or didn't show you the love you needed as a child, there is a high chance that you attract intimate partners who don't fully choose you and most likely reject the fullness of who you are. And I remember the first time I had realized I had a mother wound and it was about hmm, two years ago. I was having a very deep kōrero, a deep chat with my bro Matt. Um, there might have been drugs involved, but I was still conscious a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was having a very deep chat with my mate Matt in regards to a relationship that I was in. And just how I felt I wasn't being chosen in situations, you know, such as my partner at the time choosing to hang out with his friends over me or me feeling second best when it would come to his mates and this will really hurt me and I know you guys might listen to that bit and just think oh that, she's fucking stupid but this would really hurt me and you know my mate and I started chatting about our childhood and I started talking more on my mother and how she was given the ultimatum to choose drugs or to keep our family together and work through this but she decided to choose drugs and you know, when you're 10 years old and hearing that your mother decided to choose drugs over having your family be a family, that shit does fuck with your head a bit. And I remember the day my parents split, I remember it clearly, and my dad had told me that him and my mother were, were going to split up, they weren't going to be together. And at the time I knew it was for the best, so I kind of didn't feel like it affected me as much, but it really did. Um, 
you know, and it sucked, but the dynamic of our family was already crumbling due to mum's drug addiction. So I guess the longer my parents stayed together, the more toxic our household became. And there's actually this memory that always sticks with me. And it was when I was 12 years old. I was staying at my mum's house and I was watching TV. She was in her room with her friend and she had told me she wasn't on the drugs anymore. And, you know, Fano, I've heard this a million times, but for some reason I remember believing her and just thinking, yes, my mum is finally going to get clean. Um, and I was, I, was, I was ecstatic. I was so happy. Um, and it wasn't until I went into her room after her friend had left and I found a rubber tube that she would use to tourniquet her arm so she could shoot up. Uh, yeah, I was exposed to a lot of stuff as a child when it came to my mother's drug addiction, you know watching her pop pills, seeing her fade away as they start kicking in, sitting next to my mum while she's on the couch huffing glue, um, my mum nodding at the table because she's fucking high as shit or driving us around in the car while she's off her head and I'm having to hold the steering wheel trying to get us straight or just shit like that and getting carted around to my mum's random drug friends who are apparently my auntie and uncles. <laughs> if you know those aunties and uncles, then you know, but... um. Yeah, when I found that tube, I just started hysterically crying and saying to her, like, you said you were going to stop, you promised me. And she said to me, she can't because this is who she is and who she wants to be. And I remember saying to her, like, why can't you choose me? Why can't you choose our family over this? Don't you want us? And she said, this is what she wants. She doesn't want to stop. And this is her life. And you know, as I was telling my mate the story, it was like a light bulb moment for myself and and for Matt. And Matt looked at me and he started to add the, the pieces together the same way I did with my past relationships and my mother and those triggers. And he didn't even have to say a word because I was like, shit, it all makes sense. Like I had the need to be chosen. And when I wasn't, I would just automatically go into fight or flight mode because it would trigger me and it would take me back to being 12 years old, hysterically crying to my mother asking, why can't you choose me? And you know, after that, I kind of started looking into psychology of an absent mother or a mother that denied you. And so many things just fully started to make sense with, you know, past relationships and friendships. I, I would like tend to find myself trying to mother my partners because I was trying to be the mother I never had. Ironic, right? <laughs> or I struggled to trust females in my life because the main woman in my life disappointed me. So when I did make friends with other wahine, I would value them and love them to the core of me. And when they would let me down, it would instantly take me back to when my mother would let me down. So you can imagine just how painful it would be when friends would betray me or kind of just disappoint me, you know. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're a bit unsure on whether you have a mother wound, here's a few signs to look out for when trying to identify the mother wound. Um, one is the inability to set boundaries or even respecting other people's boundaries. I was very guilty of this. I always felt bad for setting boundaries, even when I did. Um, I would try to pull away from them because I just felt bad. But then again, nor did I ever respect other people's boundaries because my mum never really, growing up, we never really had boundaries. So, 
you know, the line was always crossed over and we didn't know where the line was. Um, another sign is the lack of self-confidence. Um, yeah, I lacked self-confidence a lot because growing up, my mother was quite nasty, I would say. <laughs> she was a little bit nasty, um, would put us down, us girls down in the house. Um, but yeah, that's all good. <laughs> um, another sign is the inability to regulate your emotions or self-soothe. So you choose to do it in other ways such as drinking, drugs or sex. Um, what else is another sign? I think being codependent on others. And I'm just trying to think of the signs. Sorry, guys, bear with me. Um, and another one is lack of self-trust. Yeah, I think those are the ones. But, um, you know, hearing these signs, just remember that over time you can heal these. You just have to be willing to do the work. You know, I'm currently healing the mother wound and working through this. And it's very, like, challenging trying to unlearn this. But I'm getting there, Fano. And for anyone that is ready to start working through this, you will too. Like, it took me 22 years to try come to peace with everything. And I'm slowly getting there. Slowly healing the mother wound and letting go of the mummy that I was holding towards my mum. I just had to come to a realisation that my mother had her own past traumas and experiences that had pushed her to where she is then and where she is now. And you know, my mum, she's just as human as I and she's trying to navigate her way through life and be a mother as well as her own person and her decisions in life have nothing to do with me and that goes for anyone who carries that burden okay the way your parents are and what they have done is not your problem or burden to carry so you can put it down and give that mummy and pain away because it's not yours to carry okay you can't heal your mother but you can heal yourself and when you heal yourself you heal your parents, your ancestors, you heal your home, you heal your inner child, your future tamariki, you heal everyone who sees you healing, okay? Heal before having children so that your children don't have to heal from having you as a parent because what you don't heal will repeat and I see that, I see that in my siblings, I see the passed down mummy, and you know, I always tell myself, this shit stops with me and it starts with me. The bad shit's stopping and the healing is starting. And I just want to share an affirmation with you all that I say to myself when I'm finding myself falling back into past trauma. And it is, I am healing. I am healed. My parents are healed. My inner child is healed. And my future tamariki are healed. Now let's say that together, okay? I am healing, I am healed, my parents are healed, my inner child is healed, and my future tamariki are healed. And that affirmation always makes me feel better, and it gives me my why, like why I'm doing the mahi on myself, and it gives me purpose, and I hope it does the same for you all. Anywho whanau, um, I'm going to leave this one here. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I hope at least one of you beautiful souls took something away from this podcast and I hope it touched those that it needed to. And if it did, you guys know what to do. Send me a private message or share it on your stories or share it to those that you think can take something away from it. 
that's that's all from me today, Fano. I appreciate you all. Namahi koutou. Aroha nui. <laughs>